Hello everyone and welcome to the Impulse Control Experiment. My name is Joel Harrison. If this is your first time dropping in or coming back for more, thank you for joining me. I do appreciate you for keeping me accountable. So let's jump right into today. So today was kind of like a tale of two days. Um, my day was pretty awesome so i'm always talking about celebrating your victory so before i get into the not awesome part of the day let's go ahead and start with the awesome part of the day so if you listened to yesterday i was pretty stoked about it being monday morning and having this fresh start and the intention set to sit in my office and actually work all day um which is something i'm usually not good at to be honest i'm usually um you know i usually wake up have a cup of coffee eat a fatty breakfast, um, and then go forward from there. And usually, you know, 10 o'clock, smoke a joint, relax. And I usually don't get much work done. So with all of my vices in check, I was actually able to wake up early. Um, cars are still kind of broken down, still need to get into the mechanic. So took my wife to work, uh, came back home, um, had a little breakfast, made some decaf coffee, and got to work, um, So, which was awesome. And first things first, celebrating victories. Man, I sat at this desk, and I worked pretty much all day long. I think I put in from 9 to 5. So doing that as an entrepreneur um, and doing that as me, as a guy who has his options and can really do anything under the sun that he wants um, – it, it was nice. It was nice to actually work and to set that intention. And that's one thing that's always held me back um, is just doing other useless things instead of working. Um, so that was really nice. And I'm really proud of myself for that. And I'm really celebrating that for the evening. Um, so if we have to start with and find some positives, that's one that I'm really stoked about for today. Um, so... We'll, we'll, we'll start there and we'll dig into that a little bit better. Um, and I'm actually double happy because I had a chance to actually hit some things today that could have triggered me into some false behaviors. Um, if you are following the podcast and you've seen my cover art, you know that uh, the cover art is a picture of me surrounded by all of the vices that I have um kicked out of my life for the month here and with a little uh, slash mark through them and it was pretty cool because I kind of identified some triggers as I was going through that and said nope you set your intention not to use those triggers and you know as you are it's pretty funny if 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 you're looking for royalty free images of things that you are usually your vices and usually you have trouble ignoring and you can look at those pictures and especially when one of those things happens to be pornography and you're trying to find an image on a royalty-free search, it can kind of come up kind of interesting. So you're like, oh, royalty-free, you know, no big deal. Probably not going to find too much here on this search. And then you dig in and there's some there's some images there. So, so that was kind of interesting way to start off my day because getting that image art was, was one of the first things that was important to me. So today is actually day five of the experiment. Um, but it was the first day that I actually got the podcast uploaded. So I've been recording these podcasts, but there was a lot to learn as far as getting the podcast uploaded and live so that you can hear it. So today was the day that I was getting that cover art done and getting everything uploaded and all that stuff, which I'm super proud of. I'm so happy that I have it done and I'm so happy that this is out there for you to listen to. But 
when one of the things you've given up is porn, don't go look up porn. <laughs> and so it, it wasn't necessarily intentional and I wasn't actually searching, you know, that hard, but it was just a funny thing as I was going through and I was like, oh, you know, I expected to find like a silhouette of a sexy lady or something like that that I could use and, and um, some of the <laughs> some of the graphics were rather graphic. So I was pretty proud of myself that I've stumbled upon those and was able to be like, nope, I've intended not to do that. Uh, so I didn't and I'm pretty proud of myself for that. So that was good. And then, like I said, sitting down at the desk and, and as things got frustrating trying to get the uh, episode uploaded and I had a lot to learn and I had a lot to read, um, which is usually not something that I'm super strong at is sitting and just reading and engaging because I can get uh, I can get a little bored kind of quickly with things like that. So, again, really proud that I got all that done. I got a lot of good work done. Um, but that being said, I have deliberately overloaded myself on all of this work and I have a project that I have somebody coming to help film on Friday and I have a lot of work to get to on that and it's almost more important to get it done so that I don't waste his time because where I'm that entrepreneur that hasn't had all the success he wants um, of my own volition so it's because that I don't grind it's because that I don't excuse me let me say that differently it's because that up until now I haven't done the grind I haven't put in the hours I haven't put in the work that's why that I'm not as successful as I would like to be up until now Um, and this guy that's coming to film I mean he I gotta be honest I'm, I'm, I'm jealous of the way that this guy can grind I mean he's got a nine to five and he kills that all day long comes home has dinner and then by like seven eight o'clock he is back grinding at his passion and I tell you what this dude is a filmmaker and he is one of the best uh, he's one of the best that I've worked with and he is still in that learning process but man this guy is dedicated man he is passionate and he just kills it kills it kills it so um, big shout out to my boy Corey Piper of not never films that's who I'm talking about and so He's coming over to film some things for a project that I have going on Saturday, and admittingly, I have a lot of work to do on this project to get to a point where I can film, and I'm absolutely going to do that, and I'm absolutely going to get that done because the last thing that I want to do is waste his time because it's super valuable, and that dude works and works and works and needs to be booked out in front, so um, kind of telling you where I'm coming from, so those are the those are the things that I'm celebrating today and starting off on a good note. And then there was my evening. So as we all know and as we've talked about, I've I've kinda had some some issues with um up until now I've had some issues with, with getting grumpy, I could say, and that's putting it lightly. Um tonight I really flew off the handle and I'll I'll tell you exactly what I did, so So I'll tell you exactly what I did. What I did was almost, not exactly, but almost make a conscious choice to be a giant asshole tonight. Um, So apparently I'm having some issues with my feelings and my communication. And I'll get more into how I know exactly where that falls here in just a moment. But I was obviously upset at my wife about some things and I was showing it physically and I was sitting on the couch and I was looking grumpy and I was sure I'm huffing and puffing and all this stuff. And my wife's like, what's up with you? You know, you, you seem, 
You seem mad. And it was at this moment that instead of communicating and having a conversation about what was upsetting me, that I made the decision to stay mad. And I didn't really want to do that, but you know, we all do this, I think, and, and, and she does it with me sometimes, and, and not that that's an excuse at all. But at this time, I very much, she asked, I had the opportunity to communicate and say, you know what, this is what's bothering me, and this is how we can fix it and communicate like a normal, mentally healthy human being. But instead, what I did is, oh, nothing, nothing's bothered me, I'm fine, why would I be mad? And just kind of kind of being like being in that mode like where you know you know that the other person or you feel that the other person should know why you're mad and they should just fix it just just because right when in all actuality you haven't communicated properly they don't live inside your head so they don't know why you're mad and they really it's at that time that you need to communicate and those are the things that make your relationship strong and healthy or you can choose to remain angry now, here's the problem with me and here's what happened is that when I'm angry, if I don't stop, take a minute, breathe and discuss what is making me angry and I just pretend like I can stuff that down, well, my stuff it down mechanism isn't really all that strong. So I'll stuff it down for 10 minutes and then all of a sudden the next thing will come about and boom, that shit will explode out of me like a rocket and tonight that's exactly what happened and you know sometimes I like I, I know that there is this like rage monster inside me and in fact we took a good spent a good deal yesterday talking about this rage monster and and so I know that that inside me I have the capability of this rage monster and again I, I am not a physically violent person but I will yell and scream and stomp and and say some hurtful things and and Generally, day-to-day, especially with my wife, I love her very much, and she's an amazing woman, but I unfortunately can't, don't, don't always have that, that ability to, to recognize when I'm about to hit that point and, and to take a breath and, and to go, and so that's one of the things through this process that is very, very important to me that I get in touch with and that I deal with, but tonight... I didn't do that. I So first of all, I made the conscious decision to not talk about these things that were making me angry. And then as I did that, that allowed me to access that place of anger and really explode and get mad. And I said some very hurtful things. And I'm not really very proud of that. But I'm doing my best after a, after a lengthy conversation with... Um, my mentor and another good friend of mine, I really realized that this all is a process and it's not always going to be easy. It's not always going to be pretty. And so if you're going through a process of change right now, and and this was what they helped me see. and, And it was just like, look, this is a process and stop expecting yourself to go from zero to perfect overnight. And, I'm on day five. I'm doing really good with this project. I got a lot of heavy things going on and I'm doing a lot of things all at once. And so unfortunately, it's a little bit understandable personally as to why this happened. Now, that is not an excuse. That doesn't make it okay. And it certainly isn't going to make my wife feel any better. 
But at the same time, internally, as I'm going through this process of change, I do need to realize that it is hard and I am going to make mistakes and things are going to go wrong. And as I have sat inside my head for most of this evening and tried to unpack what happened, and as I shortly after I left, uh, I left, be perfectly honest, I jumped in the car and I needed to have, um, first of all, I needed to have a private conversation. So I called um, my mentor, I texted her and I said, hey, you know, I had another rage explosion and, and she luckily had a moment. And, and so I got in the car so I could have a little bit of privacy and went for a drive. And we spoke for about an hour about all kinds of things under the sun and some things that I really needed to talk about and some things that I really needed to to get off of my chest. And to be perfectly honest, the, the conversation was deep and emotional and it was a lot of things that some 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 things that I even hold some some shame about and some things that I'm really uncomfortable about and some things that that I needed I needed to say but I couldn't have said to very many people in my life. So first things first, if if you're going to choose somebody to be a mentor, to be a coach, to be a uh just just anybody that's going to help you with your change or guide you through things you need to make sure that you choose somebody that doesn't judge you and you need to make sure that you choose somebody that you feel comfortable having those discussions with um, because part of change and a big thing that came up tonight um, is what she refers to as name it, claim it. And so just by having that conversation and just by literally for the first time in my life, getting actually saying some of these things to another person um, is really powerful. And sometimes you just you, you you just have to admit something. And a lot of times we can admit things all day long to ourselves, but inside our own head we can also rationalize all those things. We can also give you know, give power to those things that, that don't need it. And once you take something that, that maybe you're scared of or afraid of or ashamed of uh, and, and you name it and you tell somebody, that thing that holds that power over you seems to lose that power. And I'm not saying that I'm completely and totally over, over the issue. Um, and I'm not saying that my change is done and that I'm perfect. Absolutely not. But I am saying that just the simple ability to talk to someone and get those things out and have somebody that I trust and that I know when they ask me a question, they're not asking that question from a point of judgment or from or to to get the juice, you know, um, even with our friends, sometimes our friends will be there and our friends will listen really well. But every once in a while, those friends like they want the juice, you know, they want to know what your, you know, what your girlfriend did that pissed you off so that they can have the juice so that they can know, you know, what's going on in your life. So, and, you know, I really know for a fact that that wasn't the case. Um, this was a, a really good conversation, a really deep conversation. And it's really funny because if you're headed for a deep conversation, and I guess, 
part of me knew that, she, that the deep conversation was coming and part of me was kind of blindsided by it. But one piece of advice, if you are coming for a deep conversation and you're going to hit some emotional issues, don't go for a drive <laughs> because having to stop yourself from getting emotional and crying while you're driving <laughs> is not always the best thing. Um, but sometimes you just got to suck it up and say something. And, you know, to be to be perfectly honest, that's where I failed this evening was I didn't suck it up and say something to my wife. Um, I had a very, it, it would have been a very un- understandable conversation. It might have been uncomfortable. It might have made us a little bit mad, but it wouldn't have been the ridiculous, explosive, yelling mad that is now going to affect her for days because of the things I said. And it is not. You know, whether I actually meant those things or those things just came out because I was angry, it doesn't really matter because they were said and it doesn't even matter if she remembers what I said, she remembers how I made her feel. And so at the same point, there's some things that that she said and some things that she's done that, that make me feel a certain way, but it's not always, you know, it's it's never productive to go to that place of fear and anxiety to communicate from. You're never going to communicate well from a fear base. You're never going to connect with the person and you're never going to solve anything. So my lesson for the evening, and and this goes a step further, um, is, is to learn to communicate with myself and learn to feel my feelings in a way and be able to communicate those feelings in a way that avoids the anger and avoids the fights and because that's really what I need right now because to be perfectly honest there's there's a good there's a good deal of fear in there so when you fight with somebody regularly somebody that you deeply care about you start to question why you fight so much and what the right answer is to make the fight go away and the the right answer is is loving communication and the right answer is is when something bothers you to say it, to communicate. Um, and if you don't do that and you, you come from this, from this fear base, either you're afraid that you're going to say the wrong thing and push the person away, or you're afraid that because you fight so much that you're not in the right situation or whatever that is, it's not the right thing. And if you feel that way, you need to communicate that in a calm, healthy way. And if you don't do that, then you're going to do what I did and you're going to reach that point where you have pushed down the emotion and, you know, kind of kind of like sticking a cork in a in a bottle of champagne. And as soon as that as soon as that cage comes off, man, that that cork is liable to pop at any minute. And if you're looking at that bottle when that cork comes off, you're getting smacked in the eye with that cork and it is not going to feel good. So my challenge now moving forward, my first challenge of many, is to recognize my emotions and communicate them in a way that is constructive and productive as opposed to a fear-based way that is not good for anybody. And, you know, we came to a very interesting realization. And so if... If you're not familiar with Reiki, um, 
it's it's kind of a really interesting thing for me right now because it's a form of energy healing and there your body has various chakras um, that are aligned throughout the center of your body and they mean different things and negative emotions can stick to your chakras and if everything's clean and clear then you can be connected and your vibration is higher and you can be more powerful and you can be more calm and peaceful and that is really the state that I am attempting to reach and I have a feeling I'm going to be very successful it's just taking some time but when we got into this discussion um, she asked me how the clearings were going and if I was enjoying that and I said to be perfectly honest they're making me physically uncomfortable my shocker clearing last night I was lying in bed and, and my wife was listening with me and I was laying there and so there is this little bit of thing in trance sometimes where your blood pressure changes and it can manifest as kind of like kind of that kind of like restless leg feeling where like you just have this tingling in your extremities and you need to move it but that doesn't really make it feel better and it doesn't hurt it's just weird so sometimes there's a there's a blood pressure change that can do that and that can happen in hypnosis as well or meditation or anything and, and that's that's not not too much of a thing but then as I, I got to this conversation with her and this is supposed to be something that's real positive and helpful and I said to be perfectly honest it's making me physically uncomfortable there was a part where I was super comfortable and felt really good about it and was that point where you know sometimes when you do a meditation or you do a hypnosis you may think that you actually fall asleep and that's always totally okay because the subconscious mind is always listening and still being productive and I always find that if I disassociate from what's actually going on, that those are some of my deepest, most effective trances. And so through most of the chakra clearing, I, I was in that state. And then all of a sudden I came out of that state and then I went into the restless, restless leg state. I was very uncomfortable. I mean, very uncomfortable. I was just waiting. You know, I've intended to do these things so... It needed to finish. I had to do it. But I was very uncomfortable. And one thing that is always indicative of trance is when you see somebody or one thing, one way that I know that somebody's in trance when I hypnotize them is if they don't move. So think about sitting still for 20 minutes and, and how difficult that actually is or how often you actually see someone sit still for 20 minutes. Um, to be perfectly honest, I'm sitting here doing this podcast and you may hear my chair move or you may hear something else because I got a really good microphone and it picks up everything and I'm not good at sitting still, especially because I like to talk with my hands. So that, in my mind, is a big problem when I'm uncomfortable like that. I have to move. I'm physically uncomfortable. So I'm talking about this and she says, what chakra were you on when when this happened, when you started to feel uncomfortable. And I said, well, I think it was the, sh the throat chakra, which deals with communication. But I feel like it started before that. So you move through the chakras as you go in the clearing as a progression. And before the chakra is the heart. And the heart is the source of your emotions. And forgive me, I'm very new to this, so if you know more about Reiki than I do and you tell me I'm screwing it all up, well, I do apologize. <laughs> I'm still learning. But so essentially what happened 
if you think about this, is as I was going through this trance and as I'm moving from my emotional center to my communication center, I got extremely uncomfortable. And when it was put to me in that way, I thought, oh, wow, look at what I just did and look at what happened last night. So if you look at this at the intersection of emotion and communication, when I am trying to be fully connected to my emotions and my feelings and my physical energy, and when I become or when I reach the intersection between emotions and communication, I get extremely uncomfortable. Holy shit. <laughs> so I I was just struck silent at that. I thought, wow, that's that's exactly that's exactly what caused my fight tonight. It was almost like it was almost like it was foreseen. Or it's almost like a manifestation of exactly what I'm having problems with. Is this is this thing that I'm having emotions inside myself. And sometimes, you know, like sometimes you're just not sure if you should say that thing. You're like, well, you know, maybe this is a thing or maybe this isn't a thing. Maybe I should say this thing or maybe I should just be quiet about it. And that's the time when you shouldn't. To be perfectly honest, when you're having those feelings and you are identifying that and you're not being honest in communication, especially if there's someone else involved, I mean, we can all talk to ourselves in our own head and be honest there, but if we are being honest there inside our own head to our own selves, there's a good chance that we are more critical than we need to be and we're going to have some negative self-talk going on, but when someone else is involved at that intersection of emotion and communication, you need to communicate. You need to check your emotions. Take a deep breath. Take a minute and identify how you're feeling. And the thing is, is it's, it's always okay to have emotions. It's always okay to admit how you're feeling and if you have a loving partner, as I do, they're going to accept you for whatever that emotion is, and they're going to understand as long as you can present it in a calm way, even if they disagree or they think there's another way to approach whatever it is that you're thinking about. At that intersection of emotion and communication, you need to lean on communication. So... This is a thing that I am taking moving forward here is paying attention to my emotions and allowing myself to communicate. Because again, when we come all the way back to the beginning of this discussion, when I'm saying I'm, I'm in, in my home before I left and before I had this conversation, that the that that's exactly what I did. Essentially, I didn't exactly do this because I don't ever enjoy reaching that state and I don't ever want to treat someone that way. But that's exactly what I did was chose to stay mad. There was a point in the evening where 
she recognized that I was pissed off and calmly asked, she says, I feel like you're mad at me for something. And my response, I remember, I remember it clearly. My response is, well, what would I have to be mad about? And I said it in a snarky way. And I just went about my shit. And so essentially saying like, yeah, you pissed me off. Figure it out and fix it. And that's absolutely the wrong way to approach your emotions and to approach your loved one when you have a problem. And so if you take that one step further and you connect A to maybe not B, but D, E, or F, I literally chose to stay angry, which means that I made a conscious decision to explode and act like a giant asshole. And that's not cool. (laughs) I'm very, very not proud of that. But at the same time, coming back to the discussion that change is a process and change is hard and it doesn't happen overnight. So, and I'm on, I'm only on day five of this project. So one of the main messages that I received this evening was like, just to sit with that and, and allow that to be okay, which sometimes that's really tough to be okay when, you, when you're trying to be your best self, to be okay with being maybe not my worst self, but pretty damn close, you know, and, and to, to identify that and to just to be able to go on and move forward with my change and to say, you know what, you just have to accept that that happened and do your best to not make that happen again. But I still don't like it, being perfectly honest. I I really don't like it. I don't like that I acted that way. I don't like that I ever act that way. That's why I'm doing this project. One of the main reasons I'm doing this project is to remove that action from me. That's n- is to be my best self at all times. Not just to be my best self when I'm here making this podcast with you and somebody's listening. Not just being my best self when I am with a client. Not just being my best self when I'm on stage. Not just being my best self when I'm out with my friends. I can do all that because someone's watching. That's that's accountability. That's that's one of my things. I'm, I'm not big on screwing up in the public eye. It doesn't feel good. But at home when I'm either by myself or when it's just me and my wife, it that's when my worst self can come out. And I really, really intend to get rid of my worst self and get out of my own way so that I can be my best self. But again, to come back and say that like on some level, if you're going through change and you're, you're trying to be your best self, Notice I don't say you're trying to be a better person because you're always the same person. You're always yourself. There are parts of yourself that stand in the way of you being your best self, but you're not a different person. But along the path, I mean, things are going to happen. You're, you're going you're gonna to mess up and you just have to be okay with that and you have to make peace with that and you have to learn from that. So every single thing that we have done along the way 
every single thing, every situation that you've done works to make you you. So like, you know, those things in your past that like that, that big thing that, that you really wish never happened. And, 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 you know, unfortunately, sometimes that that can be something traumatic. You know, some of us grew up with negative things in our childhood or negative things in our early adulthood or at any time. And, you know, sometimes we have some major things in our past that we're very much not proud of or have hindered us in a way. And you say, man, if I could go back, I would change that or I would not do that or I wish I could make that better. But the truth is, is that every single action that has happened through your entire life that has led you to this moment has built you as a person. So you don't want to go back and change those things or go back and get rid of those things because by doing so, there's a very good chance that you would become a completely different person. You know, it's kind of like that whole butterfly effect con- discussion, how a butterfly flapping its wings in Japan can affect weather patterns in California. Um, so whether you subscribe to that theory or not, the analogy that changing something that happened to you as a child or last week even, while you would love to not have that memory or you would love to not have done that, you learned something there and you grew you know, positively or negatively, but every single event that has happened to you until this point has formed who you are. And if that event didn't happen, you would be a completely different person. So the importance is not to try to remove that or pretend like it didn't happen, but the importance is to learn from that event and move forward with the knowledge that now makes you a better, more full rounded human being. And as you do that, that is true growth. And so as I move forward, I now know and will learn and will become a better communicator and be better at identifying my emotions. And when my emotions come up and they're impacted by another individual that I care about, I need to have that conversation because which is more uncomfortable? Having a conversation and going, look, this made me mad. I wish you wouldn't do it. Here's what you can do to fix it. I still love you. Let's move forward. Or screaming things that I don't mean that are hurtful that I I now have to recover from and my relationship now has to cover recover from but see if I didn't learn that lesson tonight then I wouldn't know that lesson to be better for the future and that's how you build your best self you look in the rearview mirror at the things that happen at the things that you did and you learn from them and you say that's not how I'm going to act next time and you set intention and Let's be honest. It doesn't just happen. You don't just go, oh, I was a shitty person tonight. I'm not going to do that again. And then wake up tomorrow and when somebody else confronts you and you get mad at them and the same thing happens, the same thing will happen again. You have to go back to the conversation on intent and you have to say, look, I see the message here. I see what happened. I, I know exactly what I did and I know why it happened and I'm not proud of it, but it still happened. It's still a part of me. And so now 
is the time when I learn from that and I move forward from that and I grow. And those are the things that allow you to live your best life. And that's what this whole thing is all about. It's not, it's not really about not drinking coffee in the afternoon. It's not really about not having a beer at the end of the day to calm down. It's really about growth. It's really about learning. It's really about connecting. It's really about finding my best self and learning to live my life in a way that allows my best self to shine. And I have really, really big goals that I'm not going to achieve if I don't get my best self moving in the right direction. So that's the lesson I learned today. And it was hard. It was a hard lesson to learn. And when you're on the phone with somebody after something like that and they want to help you and they truly want to grow and they say, okay, tell me what happened. (laughs) And you know that the only way in that moment to truly grow and the reason that you called that person and the reason that you had that conversation was to grow, was to get better, was to get stronger, was to be the best version of yourself, you have to be honest and you have to have that conversation. And I'll be honest, the conversation I had tonight was one of the most difficult conversations that I've had, I think, ever. And like I said earlier, I spoke to some very close people about some things that I don't talk to anybody about. And that's why it's important to Spend some time choosing your mentors and making sure you choose the right mentor and you find somebody who aligns with your truth and isn't going to judge you and is going to take care of you and be there for you in those moments and use that and teach from that and not judge you. Because if somebody would have been interested in judging me for the conversation that we had this evening, it would have stopped very, very shortly. And then I wouldn't have learned this big lesson that I learned um, at the end of the conversation. So very, 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 very heavy, very, very interesting stuff. Again, like I said, I have a lot going on and I'm not overall proud of the way I acted, but just for tonight, I had to accept that I did that and just move on and say that that's part of my change process, you know? And that's part of everything that's going on. And it happened so that I could learn this lesson. So as weird as it is, I almost need to turn around and be grateful that it happened. Because it's an opportunity. And that just popped into my head. And one, it's rather mind-blowing that I thought that way. But it's the truth. It really is the truth in the change process that you you have to you have to fail in order to learn what you don't know. And if you failed a thousand times before, but you haven't learned the lesson, then you need to fail again. 
So thinking of another analogy, uh, my brother is an amazing dog trainer and I've helped him and I learned from him and I have some dog training ability as well. And one of the things that we have to do when we're training a dog is once we've identified a behavior that we don't want, sometimes the dog will not do that behavior again without um, baiting or distraction or something like that. So at that time, we will deliberately set that dog up to fail so that we can issue a correction on the negative behavior and then demonstrate the positive behavior. So it's really, it's funny because it's really in this moment right now as I'm recording this podcast that there's like lights coming on to me. So I'm trying to think and talk at the same time about all this. There's the trouble with doing a podcast by yourself is there's nobody else to fill the void if you need to think about something for a second. But anyways, it, it, you need that correction so that you can show yourself what to do. So this again is going to turn around to the importance of failure. If you don't fail, then you don't learn a lesson. And if you don't learn that lesson, then you haven't yet conquered that issue. So I needed to fail again so that hopefully I could learn to not fail the next time. And so as ridiculous as it is in this moment, I actually have turned around and my wife would be pissed if she heard me say this, but I'm actually grateful for this evening and for all the ways that this per in came about because now in the way that I've thought about it and after the conversation, the way it was reframed, if I recognize my emotions then, and I actually deal with them through a calm conversation, then I won't get to that point that I explode and I won't hurt her feelings like I did tonight and I won't do that again. So I am going to go ahead and take a moment right here to be grateful that all of that happened in just that way so that I could learn this lesson. And wow. That's some that's some interesting stuff there being going from feeling absolutely terrible and like a complete and total asshole and then saying, you know what, I'm just going to be okay with that because that's part of the change process. And then taking one step farther to flip the script and actually be grateful that it happened so that I can learn the lesson so it doesn't happen again. change man it's some crazy stuff and to be and to sit here and to come about that revelation um, on my own and I know that I've heard that message many times and I've even spoken that message to other people but um, I knew when I sat down and I knew that this was going to be an interesting episode and that it was probably going to be pretty impactful but yeah just think about that. Sometimes something really shitty has to happen so that you can learn a lesson so that it doesn't happen again. 
and looking back on that really shitty thing, you need to be grateful that it happened so that you could learn that lesson. Huh. Okay. That's a good place. I'm going to stay there in gratitude for just a moment. And uh, I'm going to be grateful for you for listening and hanging out with me and sticking with me to the end of this episode and learning that cool lesson. And I'm going to tell you that tomorrow's going to be an easier day because today was bad. So just like I always say, make every day better than the last. And if you fail, good. Tomorrow will be easier. Live with gratitude. Celebrate your victories. And we'll talk tomorrow. Thanks, guys.